my friends, this is Andy and Heidi coming to you live from East Lake Village in Yorba Linda, California. On the Living Fearless Devotional, brought to you by ResurrectMinistry.com. <laughs> wow, you're getting really good at this. Yes, it's our name. We've got to promote the name of the podcast. You're like a seasoned broadcaster. This is the Living Fearless <laughs> Podcast. Yes. And what do they find when they go to resurrectministry.com, Hedia? You will find all of our content, our videos, the podcast, uh, the show I do for His Glory TV, Remnant Rising. They can send us an email. They can find Bible resources, worship bands, pastors online. And you could partner with us if you care to donate. You would truly bless us, help us pay for production costs and new media and all of the exciting things that we're hoping to do and our home church yes Yay. we got home church coming up our first one july 17th yes you know what else is july 17th what the day that we go into our new devotional <gasps> Look at that. i researched it and found out that the 16th of july was our last utmost forest highest the 17th is when we started Smith what Wiggles are we going to announce as our new devotional i don't know we need to start planning that's a good question. <sighs> Looks like everybody's out celebrating uh, July 3rd. Yes. Our audience is, has gone from 2 million to 1 million. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're reading for Smith Wigglesworth devotional, and we are coming up onto the end of our time with Smith. So uh, let's enjoy these last few weeks that we have with him. Uh, July 3rd is the date today, and the title is The Gifts of Christ. Really interesting concept. Have you ever heard this before? I, you know, I, of course we've heard it a thousand yeah. times, but I had not distinguished between the gifts of Christ and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I got to be honest. Here we go. Uh, the reference is Ephesians 4, 7, which says to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Scripture reading is Ephesians 4, 1 through 16. And Smith says the apostle Paul spoke about the grace and the gifts of Christ, not the gifts yeah. of the Holy Spirit, the gifts. but the but the gifts of Christ. Gifts <laughs> is a combination of gift and yes. Christ. Uh, you are joined to Christ's body the moment you believe. For instance, some of you may have children and they have different names, but the moment they appeared in the world, they were in your family. The moment they were born, they became a part of your family. The moment you are born of God, you are in the family, and you are in the body as he is in the body, and you are in the body collectively and particularly. After you come into the body, then the body has to receive the sealing of the promise or the, or the fulfillment of promise that Christ will be in you, reigning in you mightily. Amen. The Holy Spirit will come to unveil the king in all his glory so that he might reign as king there. The Holy Spirit serving in every way to make him king. You are in the body. The Holy Spirit gives gifts in the body. Living in this holy order, you may find that revelation comes to you and makes you a prophet. Some of you may have a clear understanding that you have been called into apostleship. Some of you may have perfect knowledge that you are to be pastors. When you come to be sealed with the spirit of promise, then you will find out that Jesus is pleased and gives gifts in order that the church might come into perfect, perfect position of being so blended together that yeah. there could be no division. Jesus wants his church to be a perfect body, perfect in stature, perfect in oneness in him. 
I have been speaking to this end, that you may see the calling that Paul was speaking about, humility of mind, meekness of spirit, knowing that God is in you and through you, knowing that the power of the Spirit is mightily bringing you to the place where not only the gifts of the Spirit, but also the gifts of Christ have been given to you, making you eligible for the great work you have to do. My purpose is not to tell what God has for you in the future. Press in now and claim your rights. Let the Lord Jesus be so glorified that he will make you fruit bearers, strong in power, giving glory to God, having no confidence in the flesh, but being separated from natural things now in the spirit, living fully in the will of God. Nice. Thought for today, let your whole soul reach out unto God. Dare to breathe in heaven. Dare to be awakened to all God's mind. Listen to the language of the Holy Spirit. Very cool. Let's read the scripture real I fast too. I agree too. with you 1,000%. Ephesians 1 or 4, 1 through 16. I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you will call to one hope that belongs, that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives and he gave gifts to men. In saying he ascended, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower regions of the earth? He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we attain the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of stature, the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way in him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint which, is it, which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So well said. Right? Well, yeah. God knows how to speak. Right? Philippians 3.3. Uh, 3, just For we are the circumcision who worship God in the spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. Well, what I love about the timing of this particular devotional is that although uh, neither one of us are necessarily becoming pastors, but we're opening our, oops, sorry, <laughs> that we're not opening up, we're not becoming pastors, you and I, uh, necessarily, but we are definitely opening up our home to a home church. Yes. And then we'll be leading this church. And so I think this is very timely for me to understand. Is Christ gives in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> Helpful. <laughs> that God, that Christ gives us the gift of uh, our pastors, 
that we follow and that we have found to be very inspirational to us, mentors of sorts. Yes. Um, and especially the ones we have really accepted as our teachers. And I think that that's... That's a plural? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I think, well, we got Jack. Yes, that's... And then Chris is a teaching pastor at Yorba Linda Friends yes, who goes true. very deep into scripture. We, uh, Although there's only been one class, we uh, both seem like angels and demons class that he puts on. Or is putting I on. Stand corrected. Um, and then uh, Mark Driscoll, although he kind of has, has, has hit us hard with um, uh, Abraham, Abraham and Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> like, can you get out of Abraham and Sarah for a little while? <laughs> But again, I think that uh, we could also, I mean, we drove all the way to Scottsdale, Arizona to go to this church. Yes. Yeah, sure. So there's got to be something there. So, and then you have a number of uh, teachers that you like to follow too. Yes. So it's been, but I think we take all that, we take a little bit of each one of them, and then we use that in our church. Uh, and um, God has given us those gifts, those people, and the information they give. Us. Oh, they are definitely gifts, gifts to the body of Christ. So that's my take on this. What's your take? Uh, I love the distinction, calling attention to the distinction between the Holy Spirit's gifts, which are in 1 Corinthians 12, and the outline of uh, the gifts of healing, wisdom, knowledge, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, as opposed to the what people now refer to often as the offices of uh, prophecy, apostleship, pastoral uh, care that are Christ's gifts. And I guess it's easier to understand them as the anointing would come from Christ. So the anointing of a position of authority or of leadership or of a function is given by Christ, but the power to do it is given by the Holy Spirit. Mm. He gives the spiritual energy, this, the, the infusion of the divine qualities you need to fulfill the offices of which Christ appoints you. Hmm. I like how that fits together. Right. The moment they appeared in the world, they were in your family, their kids, the children. Yes. I'm, I'm, so are we, are we the children? Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So the moment you are born of God, you are in the family and you are in the body, the body of the church, the body of Christ, the body of Christ, the body of the, the church is the body of Christ. Okay. All these metaphors. Yes. Keep them all straight. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. The whole, the expansion of the roles of the Trinity, the, the spirit the son and the father, I was listening to someone who was saying the other day, remember, we cannot forget God, the father. We love Jesus and our focus is on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, but there is still God, the father. And so the relationship to him is different than the relationship we have to the spirit as opposed to Jesus. And that all gets a little confusing to me. Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um. There's one other part here. Hold on, I got to try to find it again. After you come into the body, then the body has to receive the sealing of the promise. What does that mean? So idea? we are sealed. So once we receive the Holy Spirit, we're sealed into the judgment day when Christ receives us. So basically that um, faith and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit becomes sealed so that we don't lose it. 
that's where part of the concept of eternal security comes mm. so that it's sealed until the day we meet Christ again and he could take us up. Kind of a protection, kind of like a ceiling that you would figure yeah. on a, a food item or some other packaging that you seal. Well, this is a little bit more deep than I really originally thought when I read it. I thought it was a fairly easy concept of the idea that that Christ, the gifts from Christ are the people, the, the pastors, the, um, what was the list that they gave here? Uh, the evangelists, yeah. pastors, apostles, and prophets. And then from the Holy Spirit is the other gifts of, of teaching. of The spiritual, of, so the spiritual yeah. gifts. So that's why they've renamed these as like the office, the office of apostleship mm -hmm. is that he gives people certain roles and responsibilities. Christ gives those, but the power to do them, the Holy Spirit gives. Okay. All right. So coming to me now. Does that make sense? Yep. I mean, that's just my understanding. I don't know. Nobody's commenting. If you'd like to contribute to this yes. discussion, please do. <laughs> we actually, we did actually read this before. And I mean, don't, can't tell by my perception of it now, but some of these things can be a little bit more complex than what I guess. Yes. Um, and just trying to put them all together uh, as a, uh, a concept that I could, that I myself can understand. <laughs> has to be simplified a little bit more. Yes. Um, you are in the body. The Holy Spirit gives gifts in the body. Living in this holy order you may find that revelation comes to you and makes you a prophet. Some of you may have a clear understanding that you have been called into apostleship. Some of you may have the have perfect knowledge that you are to be pastors. When you come to be sealed with the spirit of promise, you then you find out that Jesus is pleased and gives gifts in order that the church might come into a perfect position of being so blended together that there could be no division. Jesus wants his church to be a perfect body, perfect in, in stature, perfect in oneness in him. So what I'm taking from this is if we were to, again, look at our home church on a, on a smaller scale, is I, I think that that's one of the things that we've been talking about, that sometimes we can be in our churches. The churches that we go to are all really big. Yes. <laughs> With a lot of people, which is a larger, similar concept. But by bringing it to a home church type of thing, we've we've shrunk it down to make it a little bit more of a manageable one-on-one. It's, -on -one. it's the way the church often describes life groups to me, hmm. is that it is a way to get to know one another. So when they say, oh, you know, join a life group, the idea is that you're going to get to know people. And I think that's what we're hoping is another yeah. way. We hope to accomplish that in the home church. Because in the larger church at, at uh, Calvary Chapel, Jonah Hills, it's 3,000 people sitting in a gigantic building listening to one person speak uh, and some worship that kind of gets things started. There's no dialogue. Right. Where in a, in a home church or a life group, there is definitely that dialogue. Yes. Where we get to share what God is doing in our life, how we feel about what's being said, asking questions like I ask. Like, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Do you have any clue where there can be this exactly. uh, discussion and we can, uh, you know, maybe the, the hand, the right hand doesn't know necessarily what the answer is, but the left means. hand does, or the foot might. 
And that's what he means by us being all part of one body where, and that's the way a lot of people talk about um, churches have kind of departed from this concept, but that that's originally what was supposed to be that everybody had different gifts. And so when a church, the body came together, they would benefit from each other's gifts. But now the way a church is set up, nobody knows what their own gifts are. Everybody's relying on the pastoral gift of the preacher. And nobody's investigating what are, is their own gifts and how their gifts may be used to edify and, and bring up the rest of the body. Everybody just goes home and does their own thing. Yeah. And probably 90% of them don't do anything other than go to church. And so you're not building up the body. Christ gave everybody gifts, not just 10 people in mm -hmm. America. You know, he gave all believers gifts. And if you don't utilize, it's like use it or lose it. It's like muscles. People are not using them, then they're not um, expanding the kingdom as, as the Lord intended by giving the gifts. Well, the good news, even at Calvary Chapel at Chino Hills, which again is a very large church, um, 10,000 people probably attend on a Sunday uh, easily. I mean, just there yes. physically. And then you have your audience that watches in the thousands of people. But they, uh, like, for instance, he, he called, uh, Pastor Jack called you or somebody within the church called you to come and speak at an event where there's a little bit more interaction. So definitely a big church has to be really active in putting together. And they have a lot of stuff. They have the tons, the women's the, groups, women's the groups and the men's group and the, the fishing trip that they're going to do. <laughs> but it seems like it, it's picking up. Maybe yes. it was because of COVID. And maybe that's where my understanding with this church is, is that um, I began when COVID was it it's right or when it started oh well, yeah but they've always had these things. oh really yes okay well I'm, yeah so i'm just i'm just now seeing it yeah <laughs> but that has to happen Absolutely. or else you're not going to be able to have the the church as the body begin to take you know somebody that's in the audience like you that has a special gifting especially for muslims uh bringing muslims to christianity uh is being utilized right it's important to, to pick out the the people that have those skills and begin to use them uh effectively Peggy says, what, Tedia? Yes, the power comes from the Holy Spirit to do what we need to do. And at the moment of salvation, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. And at our church, we have taken a spiritual gift survey before. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've taken one of those before. We did that in one of our Bible studies. What does that look like? Uh, oh, it's cool. They have them online. We can find it online if you'd like to take it. It's really interesting. It can tell you a lot about yourself. It asks you a whole bunch of questions and then... It gives you some suggestions of what your gifting may be. I think, the, I think my spiritual gift that uh, God has given me, or this Holy Spirit has given me, is dad jokes. Dad? Dad jokes. <laughs> I'm particularly skilled at dad jokes. Yes. Yeah, that nobody laughs at. <laughs> Sometimes they laugh. Sometimes they laugh. Sometimes yeah. he gets pretty good singers. <laughs> yes. Um... Today, uh, we had, oh, are we done? Are you done? With sure. Yeah. I just, um, today at, uh, again, we're going to bring up Calvary Chapel Hills with Jack Hibbs. Uh, but um, just what I love about that church, and if you haven't had a chance to watch today's message from our church, um, it, it was just such a powerful, patriotic awesome. uh, message about the beginning of our country and how God worked through the men the um, unworthy men, the flawed men to create a country that really 
took uh, a lot of what, um, you know, would be heard at a church. Much, yeah. of, much of what is in the Bible was put into the creation of our constitution. Yes. And what I really loved, and I wish I could really think of it off the top of my head, I, I might be able to pull it up on my, on my phone, but the idea of the, uh, the three, what was that? Sorry, playing with the oh, <laughs> the three. Um, oh my gosh, where am I? Bl- why am I blank on this? The three con- the three things for our government. The the um, the Supreme Court. Oh, the, the three branches. Three branches of government. Thank you. Yes, that, the legislative, judicial, with the legislative. Yes, he was able to bring out how that was in the Bible. Hold on, I'm going to find it, and this is going to be very exciting as I'm doing it. You guys are going to be thrilled. So basically, thing. I'll do a little summary while you look. So you don't have to- Here we go. I brought it right there. Isaiah 33, 22. For the Lord is our judge. The judiciary. The Lord is our lawgiver, the legislature. The God is, uh, the Lord is our king, the executive branch. Amen. Lex, Lex Rex. Lex Rex. Law rules above the king, not the king above the law. And how powerful that is that when we really think about that's what happened in Roe v. Wade is that the law was restored to its rightful place and that this constitution, this governing document can adapt and expand to accommodate changes over time, but you don't disregard it. You don't uproot it or usurp its power. And eventually what we saw is 30, 40, how many years later are we after Roe is 70, 50 50 years. 50 years it eventually went back to giving that legislative power back to the legislator where it belongs. Yeah, there was just so much, and I can't, obviously I'm not going to read them all, but uh, President John Adams said, uh, general principles on which the fathers, uh, in parentheses, pilgrims, achieved independence were the general principles of Christianity. I will avow that I then believed and now believe that those general principles of Christianity are as eternal and immutable as the existence and attributes of God. That yes, so many, so many great things today. The children that spoke, you know, that had memorized their parts of oh, which were so five nice. minutes long of of a talk that they would give. Yes, so incredible, and they the singing of the national anthem. What do you think was that version that was sung by the, the last girl? Was that maybe the original words to that song? No, I think it's a, it's an addition to the song. It's additional words to the song. Oh, wow. But when did that come out? I don't know. She had a second, if any of you know, uh, it, was a, it was a second half of the Star Spangled Banner. I believe so. That, was, that is not the one we sing in school and at football games. But I think it's just something that has come later. But mm-hmm. we have to look it up. It was beautiful. Is there a Christian version of the Star Spangled Banner? I mean, I was waiting for Jack to explain what that was because it was so, I've never heard it before. We got to look that up. Yeah, because maybe they made it up, you think? I don't think so. No, but it was very cool. If you have a minute, I definitely encourage you to watch it and to get your kids to watch it would be awesome. Yeah, I sent it to my kids. I said, you guys got to watch service today. It was it's pretty awesome. Whether they will or not, I'm not sure, but... Um, I just thought it was so powerful. So much education in, in, that, uh, in, that, in that message today. All right. Anything else, my love? We're going to go to the lake because they're having a boat parade right now. As we speak, it probably yeah. started a couple of minutes ago. Um, 
but um, yeah, they have they uh, at the lake that's near our house. They have a bunch of electric boats and they decorate them in. And there's no picture. fireworks though. No, no fireworks. No fireworks. Maybe a sparkler. <laughs> they might do a sparkler. But um, we have a lot planned tomorrow, so there's a really strong chance we will not be doing a devotional tomorrow. No, would anybody be watching? Nobody be watching. No. Well, you know, there might be a couple. Might be. A but. Couple. Um, are you kidding? People drop everything to watch our devotional. Sure. Uh-huh. I've heard. They've sent me messages. Yes. They'll be mowing their lawn and they only get, if we start, they only mow half their lawn. Look at that. I've heard that. Uh, but tomorrow we probably won't be on, but it, so have a great 4th of July. Just think God about bless the, America, uh, folks. Yeah. Think about our country and, and pray for our country. It's worth fighting for. We have to save it. It uh, surely is not in its brightest place right now. Well, and as uh, our pastor said today, too, that uh, its longevity is not guaranteed. There's nothing in the Bible or in any um, prediction that the U.S. lasts forever. So the question is, how long will it last and what will it look like as long as it lasts? And so it's really an onus or responsibility on us as Americans uh, to preserve it and to do what we can to fight to preserve it. I hate to be known for in world history as the generation that lost the United States of America. So be like, it wasn't me, it was the kids. <laughs> like like the, the people in the 60s, we didn't lose it in the 60s. Right. And we they brought had it back. the Jesus revolution in the 70s <laughs> in the midst of the LSD parades, right. you know, and they brought a Jesus revolution. What are they going to say about us? We lost it. We lost no, we're not going to lose it. We we're lost gonna, the Republic. No, no we're going to fight for it. We're going to keep it going. So keep up the fight, folks. All right, my friends. Uh, make sure and go and uh, download the Edify app. Because uh, why, Hedia? Because it will bless us. If you increase the subscriptions, it'll tell them that the show is worth watching, listening to. Sorry, listening. There's no visuals. So it is edifi.app. Edifi.app. And look for the Living Fearless Devotional. And any uh, devotionals that you think that we should look into for our next year of devotionals, let us know. Yes, please suggest devotionals. Uh, We would love to hear from you. Yep. All right, my friends, have a great 4th of July. God bless you. God bless.